0: What is up, everyone? My name is Danny, and this is the It Makes Sense podcast. Here at It Makes Sense, we address why the Christian worldview is the only worldview that makes the most sense out of life in the universe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another show, another episode of the It Makes Sense podcast. we got a big show tonight. we got a lot to go through. I may get canceled after this, but I'm just saying because um, we're going to talk about uh, truth exchanged for a lie. This is going to be something I'm going to do. So truth exchanged for a lie, and I'm just going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about hate speech, we're going to talk more specifically about misgendering. And uh, if, if if you've ever really s- took the time to think about hate speech, because there was, there was actually a time uh, not too long ago that our... Current administration decided it was a good idea to have some kind of like council board to sort of monitor hate speech. It was part of DHS, it didn't get off the ground. The lady who ran it didn't do a very good job of controlling her own hate speech. So, um, Ministry of Truth, ministry of truth. yes, that's what we had. We had a Ministry of Truth, and it and it and it, and it acted just like that. It was supposed to be. Basically, just like that, uh, from uh, the the awesome series that we were just talking about, uh, Harry Potter. But um, the uh, this idea of regulating hate speech is so subjective. Uh, it's it's not it's not even something we should really touch. To be honest with you, um, there's no reason. If you're a true ambassador of freedom of speech, there's no type of hate speech out there that really should be monitored. I, I know that's going to probably tick a lot of you off, maybe maybe not a lot of you, maybe just some of you, maybe you know all eight of you that are watching this show right now. But when you're thinking about what hate speech is, whoever is deciding what the hate speech is, is the regulator of it will decide if something you say is hate speech or not. And, and usually what that comes down to is their subjective opinion and what they believe hate speech is, and so really what they, what they tend to think is offensive. So think about now, think about today, anything that you've heard that was offensive, just know that, take that and water it down even more, and what we're looking at is like the least of offensive things being said, but because somebody got offended by it, and that's the person who regulates what hate speech is, you are now... Uh, going to be charged with hate speech. If you watched the What is a Woman documentary or heard anything about it with the whole weekend that it it came out, and one of the reasons why Twitter and the, the person who was sort of overseeing that, not Elon Musk, but the person who was overseeing that, had decided to suppress it initially was because there was a part in there that she had deemed as hate speech because of a father who refused to affirm her daughter's desire to transition. And uh, that person, that father, actually got put in jail. So you, you need to watch the documentary to, to hear more about that. But that's, that is something that we're hearing more and more of. We're, we're seeing bills in Washington State, California being passed, where parents, if they're not affirming, including up in to including misgendering their, their children, they could lose custody of their children. So this idea of hate speech is really who's in control, who's monitoring it, who's running, running it, who's deciding what is hate speech and what is not. It doesn't matter what you believe or what your opinion is. Whoever is in charge of deciding who this is, makes the rules, puts out the laws, then that's what we have to abide by, supposedly. A biological sex of a person and what they were born as, a male or a female, when they want to identify as the opposite sex, then that person is requiring you to say, hey, I am a he, him biologically, but I identify as a she, her. I want you to call me by that. So they have decided to change their reality, to change the facts about themselves, and telling you that if you don't affirm this and do the same thing and live in that reality that they've chosen to live in, which is not actually a, it's a false reality, then you are speaking hate towards them and and with that there's actually if you if you can go to lgbtqnation.com they actually have a list i i looked some of these things up because i wanted to know what are some of these pronouns uh, but there was also on this on this website that according to the lgbtq community when a person misgenders is misgendered they it is expressed to them various things so they had nine things that says hey if you if you call me by the pronouns that i desire not to be called by not by the ones that I'm identifying by, then you're saying this to me. Number one, I know you better than you know yourself. All right, so uh, yes and no. I know you better than you know yourself. So when I say that you are a he when you actually are biologically, but you're trying to identify as a she, I'm saying that biologically, that's your true self. Anybody that affirms outside of that is not really affirming your gender. We talk about gender affirming, but your gender, as as much as they want to bring up that it's a spectrum, what is the proof of the spectrum? Just because the AMA or the APA or or the AAP or whoever these groups of doctors are, there's no proof, no study that tells us why they believe it to be a spectrum. Look it up. It's just because they literally say so. Now, we we're, I'm not going to dive into, you know, the follow the money, but... There's a lot of people getting paid a lot of money, especially doctors that are getting paid a lot of money to push this stuff on people because they're growing, literally creating lifelong patients. Because of the transition process, it doesn't just end. There's constant issues and problems uh, with a lot of these transitions and these surgeries and the chemicals and all the hormones and everything, okay? So when, when, when I say you're a he when you're trying to identify as a she and you're saying, well, are you saying you know me better than I know myself? Yes, I am. And you truly know yourself too. You're just not satisfied with it. It it was a mental illness or health disorder that we called gender dysphoria. For some reason, you're not happy with yourself, but it has nothing to do because you're actually somebody else. It has everything to do because there's something inwardly here that is that is a deeper issue, right? And so... Now, when we decide to affirm you, we're affirming a false reality and only making things worse. Now, number two, they think that we would be saying, I would rather hurt you repeatedly than change the way I speak about you. My response to that is, I want to speak the truth to you. I want to lead you away from the lie that is going to ultimately hurt you more. It's like an addict being given you know, more drugs. I mean, they're giving them needles in San Francisco to readily and easily shoot up so they don't have to get into very precarious situations trying to find the drugs. And it's not ending any kind of drug habit or any kind of other issues, which is usually a mental health issue or mental illness that they're dealing with. That's why they're on the drugs and homeless in the first place for for quite a few of them. But if we continue to foster that kind of treatment or response, we're only creating more problems. We're not helping them. And that's the same thing with gender affirming care and, and and just being willing to say, especially as Christians, I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I'm going to go ahead and use the pronouns they want me to. Don't do it. They, if their name is Robert and they want to change it to Roberta, fine. Prince changed his name to a symbol, okay. But when they're literally saying. I am a woman when I am a guy and I want you to not only call me she her but I want you to allow me into the bathrooms I want you to allow me into women's sports I want to get the same rights as women who have been fighting for decades to have rights that they've been fighting for okay Then we're starting to have a problem here it's it's the 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 way this has happened I was talking with somebody about this the other day is that we have Masculinity has, masculinity has been attacked so deeply that it has turned masculine men into effeminate men. And, and look, if you're somebody who's a little bit more effeminate, I'm not saying that you're gay or that you're a girl. I'm not saying that. Not every man is exactly the same way. I'm not saying you have to go and grow a beard and go out there and chop wood and wear a a, um, a, a red and black flannel shirt, okay, in, in jeans and wranglers or whatever. That's no masculinity if we look at it biblically it's not exactly that all right but there is something about a man that is different than a woman but when we have made the masculinity of a man sort of vanish and it's sort of this um, sort of this concept rather than something that is it actually is true that can change over time now we have gotten men confused and we have taken, you know, the fathers out of the, the homes. I mean, like, all this is related. The fathers have been removed from the homes. We have a higher, you know, single-parent rate than ever before. And we've got children being raised without fathers or without mothers. So they don't have these identities to look at as a true mother or a true female, true male. And so we've got these men that are becoming effeminate. So as we're attacking masculinity and the feminists were winning their war, what have you, now the effeminate men are identifying as women. And so now the entire gender or sex of female is being rewritten and abolished. So if you see how this is happening here where we've attacked masculinity and now masculinity has started to change and redefine itself and now is being turned over to I am a woman and now being a female is being attacked where we have a sitting Supreme Court justice who cannot define what a female was then wh- where are we at now? So the, the, this, this is nothing but hurt rather than leading us to a solution or to help people out. Number three, your sense of safety is not important to me. Your sense of safety is all I care about. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I care more about your safety than the fact that you want to chop off and remove healthy body parts from your body. Okay. Um, that, that to me is, is hurt and it's unsafe. And it's going to lead to more unsafe things, more unsafe and more unstable mental health status. And just it's going to produce things in you mentally, physically, emotionally that will put you in more unsafe situations. Your identity isn't real and shouldn't be acknowledged. Your identity isn't real and it shouldn't be acknowledged. But more importantly, whether I acknowledge it or not, you should not be trying to acknowledge as another identity. Your identity is who you were born. This sex assigned at birth stuff? Throw that out the window. You were born a male. I mean, when it, it it blows my mind that doctors, there are doctors out there now that refuse to call what the baby is as the baby comes out of the birth canal. They will not say whether it's a male or female because they don't believe that they have the authority, the knowledge, the educational background to say whether it's a boy or whether it's a girl. We can get into the whole idea of, you know, if we found bones of a person thousands of years from now, what would we identify it as? Would we say, well, we can't say. We don't know. I mean, how could we learn anything from a society if we never identify the remains of nations prior to us, and we just say, well, they're non-binary. We can't offend them. They're dead. But we can't offend them by saying that they're a male or a female because obviously their biological makeup tells us what they were. So your safety, uh, your reality, I mean, these these this identity that you're trying to play, it, it's, it is not real. And that's the point of this. You think I'm trying to tell you I want to teach everyone around you to disrespect you, and I'm not. I want to teach you that you were fearfully and wonderfully made as the sex you were born with and those around you that are affirming you to be otherwise are completely disrespecting you. Your identity is not other than who you created, who you were created to be, who you are biologically. That this idea of, of um, who you're attracted to, I mean, though that's that is something different. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that being attracted to the same sex is is okay. I'm not saying that. But at the very least, we have we do have gay people out there saying, well, this is wrong to, to indoctrinate children and mutilate them and castrate them with chemicals and pills and things like that um, because this is a sexual thing. I mean, at least we have a group in the gay community admitting that. Um, you think that I am not listening to you, but I am listening to you, and I hear every bit of a call for help every time you say you are the opposite sex of what you really are i am listening to you it's the other ones that aren't hearing you it's not the it's, it's even the the doctors out there the the ones that are wanting to affirm you the ones that give you a 20 minute counsel to say at the end of that well let's go ahead and transition you after 20 minutes you're going to you're going to suggest to somebody to alter their life forever to to tell them to do things to their body that are irreversible after a 20 minute counsel that 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 blows my mind that anybody who would who does that needs to have their medical license revoked immediately because they don't care about the patient. They're caring about the money that's getting put in their pocket from doing this. There's gotta be some kind of monetary backing behind this. If not, that person is is very much deceived for whatever reason, for whoever from whoever they learned this, that they thought that this is a good idea to tell their patients. After a 20-minute phone call to say, hey, well, it sounds like you really are a woman trapped in a man's body, and we need to release that out. Being who you truly are is an inconvenience to me. If you are an adult and you say to me, Danny, I think I am a man trapped in a woman's body, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to tell you, first of all, no, you are not why do you think that? What can I do to help? And if there's nothing you want me to do or whatever, then I'm going to live my life. You go live yours. But do not inconvenience me by saying I have to call you he, him, allow you into the bathroom with me while I'm going to bathroom or the locker room with me while I'm changing or the shower with me while I am taking a shower. Or somewhere where that space for a man is only for a man or that space for a woman is only for a woman. Or in a sport, that that sport is only for a man or that sport is only for a woman. We have spaces for a reason. And that is when it becomes inconvenient. When you're trying to pass laws, when you're trying to tell me that what I'm saying to you is hate speech. Because I can promise you, I can declare hate speech on a lot of people that like to talk disgustingly about Christianity. They they have the freedom to say what they want, just like I have the freedom to say what I want. Now, is there the freedom that I should be able to say I could go kill somebody? No, no. That, that obviously is getting into threats and getting into legal um, situations where the law is being tested. And obviously we have to take threats seriously when it comes to those types of things. Being able to spread somebody's address information, what we call doxing in their or their location on the internet to try to get people to go after them, that also should not be allowed. Because we're putting people in harm's way in that regard. And when I tell somebody that they are he or she, that is when they're not, that is not me. Calling out to other people to say, hey, go and attack that person. No, that's me trying to get that person to understand that this is hurting you more than helping you. And you're not going to feel any better after doing all of this because what you're trying to achieve is never going to be achieved. It's all going to be in your head. It's never going to be in your body. For me to, to change and uproot everything that I know to be true and real because you want to live this lifestyle. You want to cosplay, so to speak, and wear things that is, is more or less like a costume because you're never really that person. A child is never really going to be Spider-Man. A child is never really going to be, you know, um, Goofy or Mickey Mouse. Like they could wear the costume. They can go out there and be a princess. They can go out there and be a firefighter. They can go be in there a cop. But they're not going to ever be able to be those things as a child. And so as an adult, there are certain things you'll never be able to be. You can act like you want to be those things. That's fine. But don't ask everybody else to play a part in that world that you're trying to live in that is not actually reality. You think I'm saying I would prefer it if you stopped being honest with me. In some ways, I believe you are being honest with me by this cry for help through this idea that you can identify as the opposite sex but I really want you to be honest with yourself. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody about gun violence the other day, and they're trying to tell me that the gun is the problem. You know, I have a pin, I have a pin on this desk right here that I'm sitting at. That pin sitting completely by itself is just as dangerous as the gun that is unloaded sitting on the desk by itself. The maniac can come and grab both of those items and do just as much killing and damage. Damage with either one. Murder is murder. Killing somebody is killing somebody. Whether you use a gun, whether you use a pen, you can kill somebody. the The inanimate object is not the problem. It's the root, and that's why I was trying to tell them. It's the it's the sin or the pride or the the mental illness or whatever it is that's happening under the surface is just bringing these things out that are just projecting or symptoms. Of a deeper issue that needs to be addressed. If we decide that we're going to outlaw and take away guns, that does nothing for the person who is struggling on the inside who would normally project it by going out and shooting somebody is now going to go out and take a bas- baseball bat or an axe or a knife or some other object because they never were treated about the mental illness they had. So whether it's a gun or whether it's a knife, they're going to still go do the damage that they. Feel they need to do to take care of whatever is they're wrestling with on the inside. So I want you to be honest with the actual issues, not with trying to put makeup over it and and think that things are going to change. You think that I'm telling you that I am not an ally or a friend or someone you can trust. I'm going to tell you, I am not an ally in the, in the means of affirming you and what you want to do, but I am a friend and I may be one of your only friends. And other people like me are your friend. We are the only ones you can actually trust. How can you trust somebody that's telling you to be something you're not? I know that you want them to affirm you because your emotions are saying, I need you to feel me because my happiness depends on being affirmed. But your happiness doesn't, should never depend on somebody else. Your happiness should depend, first of all, on God. Your, your desire for joy comes from God. And only God can give you that joy. But we may be the only friends you actually have, the ones that are actually speaking the truth to you. And that's really what a friend is, the one who will speak truth to you even though it may hurt you. See, that's what truth The truth does not care about your feelings. And it's like as a parent, we don't, we won't sit there and tell some, a lie to our child that we know that if they, they hear it and they act upon it, that they could hurt themselves. We tell them the truth to avoid from them hurting themselves. God tells us the truth not to dull our life or, or make it less interesting or, or to less, have less you know fun. He, he has the truth in his word to tell us to protect us, to guide us away from the hurt and the harm. Now, life is life, and it's going to do its thing. But at the very least, if we're trying to follow his truth, regardless of how we feel, and that's the only thing that comes first in our lives, and then we let that guide our emotions because those are real as well, but they can deceive us, then I would say that the person who does that for you and speaks that to you is your true friend. So no, I won't consider myself an ally unless we're saying I'm an ally and trying to lead you to the truth and trying to see you whole and healed from the mental anguish that is causing you to be dissatisfied with the body that you have and will always have, and no amount of chopping things off or no um, amount of medication to stop things and 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 to put things on pause—there's my air quotes—pause—is is going to uh, is going to make you happier, and and I'm I deeply hope that you hear what i'm saying that as you're trying to express to us you know the the cisgender people that don't agree with this and you know the people that we think that that you think that we don't get it and we're sitting back and we're just going i just wish you would get it and and not because i hate you not because i don't love you not not because i think ill of you not because you're i think you're weird I mean, Lord knows, my family can tell you I'm weird. I do some weird things. But it is because we love you. It is because we care about you. It is because we want what's best for you. It is because we want you to know the truth and understand that the truth is going to sometimes go against your own emotions. But knowing and abiding by the truth is so much better. Sometimes it's harder, but it's so much better than believing and exchanging the truth for a lie. From one website, I read this, in cases where you're going to have an ongoing interaction with someone, you can ask which pronouns to use. You might say, what are your pronouns? Or, what pronouns should I use to refer to you? It's also a good idea to provide your own pronouns when you introduce yourself. Avoid asking someone about their preferred pronouns. It implies that their gender is a choice rather than simply a part of who they are. So, there are... Two truths in that statement, but it's used in the wrong context. It's a choice to choose whether you want to be a guy or a girl in the terms of identifying, but that doesn't mean it's a choice that you can change your sex. So gender is a choice if you decide that you're going to believe it's on the spectrum and you can be whatever you want to be, including a cat. But gender is not a choice because biologically you are a guy or you're a girl, and you're definitely not a cat. Okay, so I want to read on, on this website from lgbtqnation.com. Unfortunately, we can't provide an exhaustive list of all pronouns as people come up with new pronouns all the time. Here's an incomplete list of some of the most commonly used gendered pronouns today. Now, this article was written August 16, 2022, okay? now I want I want to repeat what I what you what I just said. There this is not an exhaustive, exhaustive list and People come up with new pronouns all the time. I remember when I was in elementary school and I was learning my pronouns. I think we did one lesson on it. Josh, would you say took one lesson to learn what pronouns were i you he she or it we you they that was it that was it that that's the pronouns right there and yeah, there's some other ones that you know you can go into, but for the most part, that was it. We knew that, but now. How can we do anything else in class? If we, if it's considered hate speech to misgender somebody by use of pronouns, but there's a a number of pronouns being added to the list every single day, what else do we do in school for these kids? Like they have to learn in elementary school all the pronouns. So in order to keep them from being put in jail, because probably by the time they're adults – if things are going to keep going the way they are, if they misgender somebody, they're going to be put to jail, taken to jail or fined something. They may lose their kids, you know, something. But there's a, going to be a penalty for misgendering somebody. But when there's new pronouns being added every day, what? Uh, how do we have time for math, for arithmetic, for, I know those are the same thing. How do we t- have time for English, for history, for geography, for um, reading, for any of these other core subjects that they really need to be learning about because we have to teach them the pronouns in order they don't all end up criminals, but they're never going to learn all of them ever. And if somebody comes up with a new, we're going to talk here about one here in a little bit, the, the pup or the fay pronoun. I heard just recently about the uh, Lorax pronouns, I think. Um So, yeah. yeah, you would think that, but he was canceled. So now they got to take Lorex and use that for for something. Trying, to the team, man. trying. So I I don't I don't get it. This is this is chaos. This is really what Satan is is wanting to do with all of this, folks. Uh, look, if you're if you're if you're a Christian and you're watching this, and you are struggling right now whether or not you should affirm somebody through their pronouns by by using the ones they identify by. Or if you have, uh, you know, you're on Instagram and you put she/her to identify your pronouns, just just know at some point that's going to become offensive because it's going to be no longer allowed to actually be straight. Uh, So if you're a woman and you're using she/her, you're going to be obviously the 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 butt of all jokes probably, and it could become illegal. Who knows? But I do know this: I do know that there's no way we can have conversation in this world with anybody if things are constantly changing if if postmodernism has its way in the redefining of words change you know by the minute or the addition of new words with really no meaning that are trying to attribute meaning to a reality that they don't match all right we're we're doomed as a society we're doomed to fall into a chaos that we may not be able to find our way out of and Granted, the end of the world will be coming soon. Jesus is going to be coming back and maybe this is the beginning of the end right here. I don't I don't know. but I will say that if this is what the LGBTQ is admitting to, then we're, we have a long road ahead of us. I've heard a lot the actual number I heard was 75, but that was a couple years ago. and then I heard over 200, but it's got to be more than that now. And when people like the person that we're about to watch here on a, a video from Libs of TikTok, it just goes to show that these things are growing every day. There's no way, no way that we can um, keep up with this. And there's no way that we can't offend somebody. There's no even if you Even if you try to do this right, you're not going to. You're going to fail. And so we're just doomed to a life of misery and failure and being labeled as hate haters and potentially be fined or be arrested for it i know i know i know that sounds crazy i know you guys are thinking but they're already passing laws in california washington state to take kids away from parents if they don't affirm their gender and allow them to transition all right we're going to watch this video and uh we'll let it speak for itself and then i'll make a few comments and then i have an article i want to go over
1: Faye is one of my newer pronouns. So I use they, fey, and pop pronouns currently. And Faye for me is because I am a fairy. I am fairy gender. And Faye is really just validating for that part of my identity. So yeah, they pronouns because I'm a fairy. Hope it up.
0: Okay. So uh there's a there's a lot in there. I have one question. What is fairy gender? And that's it. This this is what we've gotten to, is to allow this. There, there, this. There's an entire community that is cheering and celebrating fairy gender. I mean, I'm sure a, a quick Google search would tell me what fairy gender is, and then I think they added in pup as a pronoun. Uh, I'm pretty sure. And I'm going to assume, and forgive me, for misgendering this person, but that was a man or a male. And I've looked at some other posts by that person on their TikTok, and that is a confused indiv- individual. And the people around that person are likely, this could be a huge assumption. I'm hoping I'm wrong. And maybe they're just pushing forward through it because they, they really are struggling that bad. But I, I this person needs to find some medical help that is not from a person who believes that gender-affirming care is the first route they should go? That's number one. Number two, that person needs to find new friends and needs to get help. What is fairy gender? We're we we can not just make things up. We're damaging our kids, and we're gonna have an entire I, I was I was in a in, in a men's meeting and I'm like do you get, do y'all understand we're going to have an entire generation if we're already at 20%, uh, at least 22% of our youth identifying as non-binary, which means they're not identifying as either, as either male or female currently. If that's where we're at already, when just several years ago, we were at 1%, maybe we're having an entire generation growing up that is ex- going to believe that th- this is all acceptable in the in the adult generation, the uh, non-binary is growing dramatically. People that don't believe they're either male or female. Why? Because this is some patriarchal, you know, holding you down um tradition of words and in ritualistic practices and whatever other you know trigger words you could use. No, it's been male and female since Adam and Eve. And for you, again, as a Christian, if you are affirming people with this, you are contributing to their mental health issues. You are. I can't tell you any other way. The truth is the truth. You cannot be tugged by their emotions and their tears as a as a parent if 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 i gave in to every single thing that my children did because they came up to me and said i want to do this i want to be this and they're crying and i'm just like oh they're crying i i gotta i i gotta give them what they want what kind of parent would that be i can't i i cannot do that as a parent i love them which means i protect them and as protector over them i'm going to Keep them from certain things, certain ideologies, certain aspects of life that until they can understand them appropriately or at least be able to mentally uh, process them, I'm, I'm not going to introduce that to them. Now, the world, is, the world finds its way of introducing certain things. Yes, I know that my kids knew about certain things before I actually was able to have a conversation with them. Whether or not they, they didn't have phones for a while, the school, being in school, public school. Okay, and you could argue whether your child should be in public school or have phones and all that stuff. okay? My kids are pretty well adjusted right now. They're, they all know the Lord. However, that's not to say that the, my grandkids are. They're going to grow up in this world where 20 percent of the adults or more identify as non-binary. They're going to see, you know, bibbity bobbidi boot fairy with a mustache at Disneyland which has already happened. It's going to it's just confusion. That's that's not God. And to add to that by affirming somebody with their pronouns Christian, it's it's just it's not what God does. He is not a god of confusion. We are not followers of a god of confusion. There's an article from the Telegraph. It's a newspaper publication in the UK. Josh is going to bring that up pupil who questioned classmate identifying as a cat called despicable by teacher. Parents complain after recording emerges of teacher calling students homophobic and suggesting they go to a different school, a church of England school teacher. Let me say that again, a church of England school teacher. Now I know the church of England is not the most conservative church in the world today, but nonetheless, it's supposed to be the, a, a church of the body of Christ. Okay. So, this school teacher told a pupil she was, quote, despicable after she refused to accept that her classmate identifies, underlined, I'm read it. I don't even have to say it, but I'm going to, identifies as a cat. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that this is a very emotional for me, but I'm really just, I'm really getting tired of of this. It's I can see why certain people are very passionate and have really just thrown everything in on this. Because, you know, first it's abortion and now we're calling that women's health care. Um, there's nothing health care about it when you're actually killing a human being. And now where now we're going after kids, we're taking the ideas of, a, of an adult and thrusting it on a kid, where you wouldn't do that if you were a heterosexual white male teaching kids in kindergarten and tell them about your sex life. That would be not allowed, but it's okay for a, a male to dress up as a female and, and talk about gender and sex and those types of things. It, it just it, We've gotten to a place to where I, I, I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone, But let me keep reading. The 13-year-old girl and her friend were reprimanded by their teacher at Rye College in East Sussex on Friday at the end of a a year eight, I'm assuming eighth grade class on life education, in which they were told they can, quote, be who you want to be and how you identify is up to you. The row, which has infuriated parents, was allegedly sparked by one of them asking a fellow pupil, how can you identify as a cat when you're a girl? Their teacher told them they were being reported to a senior leader and were no longer welcome at the school, part of the Aquinas Trust, a Church of England network of 11 schools, if they continued to express the view that only boys and girls exist. The Telegraph has heard a recording of the heated exchange taken by one of the pupils. Now listen to this recording, all right? The pupil responded, or first it started off, How dare you? You've just really upset someone by questioning their identity people responded if they want to identify as a cat or something then they are genuinely unwell crazy an 8th grader is telling the teacher this you have an 8th grader that is telling the teacher an adult what actual reality is the teacher then asked the girls where did you get this idea from that there are only two genders so so the teacher's trying to hang up on genders as if being a cat is a gender But the cat is an actual animal. It's a species, okay? So who's unwell and crazy here? I would say the teacher is even to some degree probably more unwell or more crazy than the person identifying as a cat. The teacher adds, it is not an opinion. The teacher said that, quote, gender is not linked to the parts that you were born with. Gender is about how you identify, which is what I said right from the very beginning of the lesson. She added that, quote, There is actually three biological sexes because you can be born with male and female body parts or hormones, and there are lots of genders. There's transgender. There is a gender who are people who don't believe that they have a gender at all. The girl said they don't agree with that and that you can't have a gender because if you have a vagina, you're a girl, and if you have a penis, you're a boy. That's it. That brings me, we should have pulled up a scene from uh, Kindergarten Cop. Oh, my gosh. That would have been great. The teacher interjected in a raised voice, what do you mean you can't have it? It's not a law. Cisgender is not necessarily the way to be. You're talking about the fact that cisgender, being straight, is the norm, which it is. That you identify with the sexual organ you were born with. That's basically what you're saying, which is really despicable. No, it's not okay to identify with the the sexual organ you're born with, but it's okay to identify with the other sexual organ you weren't born with. Do you see how illogical that sounds? Let me say that again. It's not okay to identify with the sexual organ you were born with solely. Like it has to be some kind of mental identity, right? It's in your brain. Um, it's an emotion type feel. It's a personality really. But it's okay to fake identify with the sexual organ organ of the opposite sex which is it the teacher suggested they were homophobic and confused which the girls denied good for them when the pupils said their mothers would be on their side the teacher responded well that's very sad as well then the teacher said that quote if you don't like it you need to go to a different school adding quote i'm reporting you to senior staff you need to have a proper educational conversation about equality diversity and inclusion ding 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 DEI, there it is, because I'm not having that expressed in my lesson. DEI is the death of life itself in, in, in just the truth, in fact, in reality. When you throw DEI in there, all those words may mean good things separately, but the way they use them, they don't. Matter of fact, I think she's actually wrong. It shouldn't be equality, it should be equity, isn't it? Isn't that the actual proper word? I think it's supposed to be equity, so she actually got that wrong. She failed her DEI. The shutting down of the debate. The Telegraph has contacted the school and the trust for comment. The parent of the pupil who took the recording expressed, I want to say furry, expressed fury online and thanked, quote, those who have been kind and supportive to her daughter. A parent of another year eight pupil at the school who has received the same lesson told the Telegraph, Quote, I understand the point the teacher was attempting to make. What bothers me is the shutting down of debate in such a threatening and aggressive manner, which I don't believe is appropriate in an educational setting. Um, stop giving this to them. You, the, the point she was making was unreasonable, illogical, unfactual, and completely fantasy. So, no, the, I don't understand the point she was making. The, the The student had the point. The student had the better argument. The teacher didn't have an argument. The student blew her argument out of the water. Regardless of the subject, education should serve to build awareness of differing points of view to widen the understanding of a subject. It shouldn't be a case of indoctrination. The Church of England Trust that manages the school along with others in East Sussex, Kent, and Southeast London reportedly told his teachers earlier this year to, quote, re-educate those using, quote, negative language, such as, quote, that is mental, and, quote, stop acting like a girl. Okay, not that I agree with those things, but I see that point, I see that, but when it comes to something that is actually not true, like it could hurt a, a boy who is more feminine, he's straight, he likes girls, okay, and then you tell him to stop acting like a girl. I grew up in the 90s, we were hardcore, that's just how it was, all right, we drunk, drank water out of uh, water hoses and loved it, all right, so maybe there's something a little bit wrong in my head, but that's just how it was. Stop acting like a girl, okay? Because I'm not a girl. Stop acting like a boy, okay? Because I'm not a boy. Well, you know what? For the tomboys, for the more feminine, bo- uh, for the tomboys, girls, or the more feminine boys, I can see that 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 language may not be appropriate in a school setting. But the student identified as a cat—that's a problem. Why is that teacher not going to the parent and having a parent-teacher conference with with them? A spokesman for Rye College said, We are committed to offering our pupils an inclusive education. Teachers endeavor to ensure that pupils' views are listened to and encourage them to ask questions and engage in discussion. Teachers also aim to answer questions sensitively and honestly. That was not sensitive nor honest on that teacher's part. We strive to uphold the highest standards across the school. We will be reviewing our processes and working with the relevant individuals to ensure such events do not take place in the future. Okay. So that's happening in the UK, folks. It's also happening in Canada. And um, I mean, this is a slippery slope here, okay? We've got furries. We've got people that are are identifying as different ages. We've got people um, we we have had in the past. I, I think it was funny because... Charlie Kirk had a, a discussion with somebody and was saying, hey, can I identify as whatever I want? And that person was like, sure. So he started naming off some things. He named off an animal. And then he goes, well, what if I identified as a black uh, black person? And the guy was like, uh... and then some lady off to the side, I can only assume she was a black lady. She was like, no, that's not a joke. You can't joke around like that. Stop joking like that. Charlie Kirk was like, I'm not joking. And he wasn't. He was making a point. If you want to identify as something biologically you're not, then what's the difference of being a boy when you're a girl or being a black person when you're white? Yeah. Yeah, There, I mean, we've seen it happen. We've seen it go from a white person thinking, you know, identifying as black and getting away with it. We saw a senator. I try to say that she was Native American, right? But, I mean, what what's the difference? It's a slippery slope. There was a person that literally had their eyes damaged because they felt like they should have been blind. They blinded themselves on purpose. Where? where, Why would we, we, I think we could all agree that that's not right. And I probably would say that, but for some reason, it's okay to chop off breasts and penises of little boys and girls. It's not okay to blind yourself because you think you're blind. But when an eight-year-old says, I'm a girl when he's a boy, and we're going to start him on, castration medicine, and then we're going to chop off his penis next. We're going to give him breasts. I, I, what's the difference? We have some people that believe there should be amputees. They're able-bodied people, and they believe there should be amputees. Now, here's here's where it really gets bad. Do you know what a map is? It's a minor attracted person, a.k.a. a pedophile. This is what is being talked about in Congress on the side of the lefties, they're saying, "We need to stop saying this word pedophile because it's degrading to people who are attracted to minors as if it's okay. Are you okay with that because this is a slippery slope i told I said this a long time ago when they decided to allow for for gay marriage to be officially a marriage, and then they allowed for uh in a, i think it was virginia it's for um Opposite sex to go into the opposite sex bathroom. I was like, this is a slippery slope, bestiality, right? A a human being having relations with a um, an animal—that's happening. Marriage. Uh, I heard of one person get, getting married to a sex dummy. That's the thing. So, what holds us back from affirming all of it? What's the difference? I'd like to hear that argument. All right. So, we, we've got another video, and it's not on topic, but it's on topic. So, why don't you pull that up? We got Mr. Will Witt from PragerU, U, and he does this video.
1: Uh, it's hilarious, and it has a point. Amigos, this is Will Witt with Prager U. Today, we're at UCLA talking to college students and on Olvera Street talking to Hispanics in honor of Halloween and to see if my outfit is offensive. <laughs> Dang it. Would you guys like to chat with us today? No. That's what we want to talk to you about. Hola. Come on. you find my outfit offensive? Yes. Yeah. You find it yeah. offensive? <laughs> nice. Do you find it offensive? Uh, maybe a little.
0: Do you think you my not? outfit is offensive?
1: A lot. Are you Mexican? No. Yes. I think it reaffirms stereotypes that are offensive to people. you think people really think Mexican people are like this and carry around marachas? No, I don't think you
0: actually think that. <laughs>
1: do you find my outfit offensive? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why?
0: Because it's not your culture.
1: Cultural appropriation? Or Why do you say that? Because you're not, like, Mexican. you think Mexican food is, like, cultural appropriation? No. Oh, no. Someone else's culture that we've kind of taken. Don't cook burritos. <laughs> is this cultural appropriation? <laughs> your uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't really understand what their culture means and what it means to wear these things, like the hats and the maracas. You, know, you sort of have to understand <laughs> where all of this comes from for it to not be cultural appropriation. Okay. It's not yours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that laugh. Meanwhile, on
1: Olavera Street, can I just ask you, do you like my costume? I like your your, your mustache. Do you? Monthly. <laughs> Does <laughs> my outfit offend you? You look no no no. You look nice. Thank you. Do you like my costume? Yes. Does it offend you? Uh, it no 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 not they. are awesome. That's good. Si. Me guapo? guapo. This is beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Acabo, are you guys insulting me? Oh, no, no, <laughs> insulting me in Spanish? Um, do you like Do you like my outfit? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Does my outfit offend you? No, not at all. Some people get offended by what I'm wearing. No, it's not, it's not offensive. I think it's... Uh, you're in the right atmosphere. is the mostacho, no original. No, not no original. Not original. <laughs> yes. Do you know who sold me this? No idea. Mexicans. Oh really? Here's the flip. So you're white and you get offended, but then Mexican people who sold me this and made me this don't get offended. Seems kind of weird, doesn't it? I love it actually. You think it's offensive? I like this one at all. Some people get really offended by this. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Just you're not Mexican, so people think that you have to be Mexican to wear that. Celebrating Mexico. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you Mexican? I am. See? (laughs) I'm not wearing <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. yeah. Maybe we should swap outfits. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's <exactly>. like, no, <laughs> no.
0: All right, yeah. So there's another one Will witt does to uh, Asian, uh, one uh, Asian version of it, and he's wearing an Asian uh, outfit, a Chinese outfit, I guess is is what they say on the on the title of it. And I swear there's these two old Asian ladies that are hitting on him when when he starts to talk to them, and they're like touching his, his outfit and everything. Anyways, um, the, what's the point of that? Okay. Cultural appropriation. Uh, w- why is that a thing? I, I promise you there was at least a couple of togas being worn, a couple of, uh, police officers and probably some criminals and a, and a few, uh, maybe a cowboy was in there. I'm, I bet you somebody was a, a Mexican at some point during Halloween. Um, probably several cultures that have been offended by cultural appropriation by many of those college students on Halloween. What, what do we do for Halloween? I mean, we, we dress up as other people. So is, is every Halloween cultural appropriation when we decide to dress up as somebody from another culture? It's not necessarily making fun. It's also not necessarily celebrating them. It's a costume. It's a costume. So my point, what's the difference between cultural appropriation and gender appropriation. You're wearing a costume. It, I, I know. Uh, uh, Danny, you're just being mean. I I'm, This is the truth. This is the truth. Wearing some other outfit, getting rid of a healthy body part, taking medication, chemicals, to stop the natural processes of your body adding body parts, these things are not fulfillment. They're not going to make you happy. And if anything, this all flies in the face of God. We're calling him a liar. We're telling him what you did was not good enough. We have to exchange the truth for a lie when it comes to sin because we're taking pride and 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 that's isn't that the ironic thing that it was pride that kicked Satan out of heaven. It was pride that Adam and Eve fell and ate the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it's pride this entire month that people are ignoring or uh, uh, rejecting how they were fearfully and wonderfully made and who they should be attracted to. Isn't it ironic and sort of telling? absolutely telling when pride is the name of all of this we have to we have to if we're going to reject sin here and say that this is not sin we're also rejecting salvation because we're we're deciding what sin is and isn't therefore we don't need salvation if we can just decide that's not a sin then we didn't sin so i don't need a savior which means now we're rejecting jesus And if if we're rejecting Jesus, he said he he is the truth, so we're rejecting truth, which means he is also the word, which means we're rejecting the entire word of God. We're exchanging reality for a false reality. Ultimately, we're exchanging our true selves for our fake selves. And pretty soon, the Bible which it's already been banned in several countries, it is the most banned book in the world pretty soon in this country. It's going to be considered hate speech. Being a Christian is going to be considered being intolerant. Well, it already is, but it's going to be probably, I'm just going to say, illegal to be a Christian. Because if we believe in the Word of God, and the Word of God is hate speech to people, we have to reject it unless we want to be penalized for that. So if you are a Christian, again, if you are a Christian and you are affirming somebody's identity, that's not their biological sex, you are not the solution. You are the problem. I know this was a tough one. And, you know, that's what this show is about. It's about the truth. And it's about what the truth is and the truth of the Christian worldview and how it makes sense out of life and the universe. Have a great rest of your week. We love you guys. God bless.